Hi, listeners. It's Tenant Michael here. And Landlord James. And unfortunately, we've got some bad news. Yeah, we're both heavily in debt and on the run from the Canadian Revenue Agency. And there's no way out. So we have started a Patreon account. If you're so inclined, you can help support the show and help save our heinies. And believe me, these heinies are worth saving. What? Anyway, for $2 a month, you will get to become an official friend of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess. A pretty coveted position. For 5 bucks, you'll get a monthly bonus episode. Premium content, my friends. And for $10 a month, you get all the bonus episodes plus free entry to any of our live shows during the year, where you can see what our bodies look like. Including our delicious and juicy... Heinies. Rewards begin once we hit $100 a month. So it's not going to take that long. Our fans are generous. If you want to help save us, go to patreon.com slash landlord tenant. We truly appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Mike, look out. A CRA agent. Run! <laughs> He's dead! Welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. <coughs> and I am the other co-host. Excuse me. I'm just getting settled here on the couch. Yes, you're cross-legged today, I'm which I've never seen you do ever. I'm like, uh, it's like I'm meditating or uh, like I'm um, taking a yoga class. Or a child. It's like I'm a child. Teacher, I know the answer to the question. But yes, I am Michael. He's James. We don't see eye to eye on a number of issues because of our uh, socioeconomic backgrounds. But we're here again for another episode. And it's been a little bit delayed, this one coming out. Yes, we, we missed one last week. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. And the week before we didn't have a regular episode, we, we uh, aired our spinoff podcast, Porno and Politics, which has been a hit. Yes, we've gotten some great feedback on that mini-sode. I was at the Ossington, uh, on, uh, the Ossington Bar on Ossington two nights ago, mm-hmm. and someone stopped me and said, hey, it was Dan Griffin. He stopped me and said, hey, really like that Porno and Politics episode. Former guest of the yeah, show so itself. I mean... Yeah. That's taking off. We might have a. It, it, this is tough. We've got a Frasier on our hands. We're Cheers. Yeah. And we've got a Frasier spinoff. And, and Frasier is arguably more popular than the original mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I, I, I've been rewatching some Cheers. And have you noticed that. I, I, I know it's good and I know people love it, but every episode is Sam just being like trying to have sex with Diane and then she sort of says no and then that's it. Well, you have to remember, that's what it was like to live in Boston in the 80s. I guess you're right. Right? I suppose you're right. I don't know. I didn't live there, yeah. but... Remember when John Cleese was on a few episodes? No! Well, who was he? It's a little Easter egg to look at for. I believe he was dating... Um, what's her name? Di- oh, Diane? Diane, possibly. Oh, uh, she'd love a, a Brit. Yes. What's this then, Diane? Mm. And then she loved him. Hmm. Anyway, 
how's it going, Mike? Uh, how, what did you do with your time off? Um, time off, I um, I did a lot of sleeping, did some baking, getting my pre-Christmas baking out of the way. I made oh. some puddings and some nog, and I made some uh, mulled wine for my so, big party coming up. Oh, God. When's your party? December 23rd. Oh, busy. Sorry. Uh, what do you? Okay. So, so you're having a little Christmas party. Well, well, you together. said you're making puddings. That's sort of yes. the British way, because they, they don't. They call puddings. They call like puddings. They're like a hard dessert. They're a like hard a, dessert. They're yeah. like a, a. They're not like pudding like we know pudding. Like uh yes, like a thick rice pudding or a. No, I think they actually pudding. have like bread based mm-hmm. puddings, and they call yeah. like bread based sort of cakes, and they yes. call them puddings. What's your favorite Christmas treat? Oh, you know what I like. This is for real. Uh, Battenberg cake. You ever had that? No. Oh, it's good. Reminds me of Germany. You know, I'm, I'm really big on all things Germany, German history. I'm like really a big really? supporter of. So, yeah, anything to do with that, I love it with my with my sweets. Excellent. What, well, what I'm, about you, Mike? I'm never happier than when I've got a nice big candy cane in my mouth. It's like suckling, suckling on. You know what? I, that just reminded me why I hate this time of year because every time we do the podcast, Mike has a damn candy cane he's sucking on. And then as soon as it's his turn on the mic, he pops his candy cane yeah. out and he puts it on the couch. They get stuck to the couch sometimes and, and then it's covered in hair. Yeah, and then and... you get in all fours and try to suck it off the couch and it's really disgusting. I'm You're set... a grown man, I'm Mike. set in my ways. Just Can... let me enjoy Christmas the way I like. Well, candy canes are for kids. Sorry to break it to you. Okay. To be continued. Imagine, you know what's not a bad idea though? You know I'm an entrepreneur. Yes. Adult candy canes, adult flavors. Alcohol, Int- CBD candy cane. So an alcohol flavored candy cane. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Uh, cigarette flavored. Absolutely. Cane. I'm a huge. Right. I'm a big smoker. Mm. Fan of smoking. Uh, and as I said, CBD oil. That's the gold mine these days. CBD flavored candy. Mm-hmm. I'm just picturing you with a cigarette in your mouth and mm-hmm. also a candy cane in your mouth, and you've got and uh, you've got too many things in your mouth. Well, yeah. Reminds me of Don. Remember Donald Duck made Huey, Dewey, ah. and Louie smoke all those cigarettes. Yes, I, that yeah. actually disturbed me as a kid. Yeah. Anyone remember that? Now, if Donald Duck did that today, um, with the way you know parenting has evolved, he would be in trouble. He would be he'd be canceled. Hauled, yes, he'd be canceled. Hauled before a judge. Mm-hmm. Maybe lose custody of of those boys. And I think that's BS. You know what? We should see more parents making their nephews smoke a bunch of cigarettes when they find out they've been smoking really you think that's good? absolutely where was their he was their uncle, uncle i think so because it was did yeah, their, wasn't it <laughs> did their parents pass or are they <laughs> why were they that's a great question i wonder what happened to huey dewey and louis parents were they abandoned maybe they're irresponsible they're out getting maybe they're swingers swingers they don't have time for kids they're always at orgies yeah there was a crazy story that that actually happened here in toronto very recently. It happened during our little break from potting. Mm-hmm. Made international news, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toronto suffered... Uh, basically, there was a man at large on the streets of Toronto <coughs> who came to be known as Pooh Bucket Man, I believe. And he was uh, in the news because I believe he attacked three people around the uh, University of Toronto campus. Which is near where I, where I live. Near where so you I live. was on a full alert. And he was walking around... Uh, I believe with a hard hat and some sort of jumpsuit, and he was tossing a bucket of liquefied human feces at passersby. This is true. He really did this, this man. And that is not what people think of when they think of Toronto. They think of, you know, we the North, they think of Drake. 
They think of, uh, what do they think of? Neil Young? Sure. The Sky Dome? Think of the Sky Dome. Think of Casaloma. Mm-hmm. The comedy of Howie Mandel and Jim Carrey. You don't think of a guy walking around with a bucket full of stinky stuff uh, throwing it at people. Yeah, and this and you you spent a lot of time trying to figure out who it was. This was like yeah. that movie Zodiac, and you were mm-hmm. um, yeah. uh, the the actor there, Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, trying to figure out. You had newspaper clippings, and yeah, you had yeah. a big a big board with like lines going from one thing to another. And yeah, uh, but did, the, the boys in blue caught him. Thank God, it wasn't me. I was I was um, shaggy. annoyed. It wasn't me, Shaggy. Uh, yeah, wild. I can't believe this poo bucket man. Did did he ever reveal his motive? Um, I don't think that that has come to light yet. What mm. drove? What drives a man to walk around with a bucket of his own uh, feces and throw to people? And <laughs> I had to put it together in my mind that it was like, oh, it was probably his own feces. Do we know first, that? Well, at first I was like, where do you, that could be fake? Uh, where do you get it? Yeah. Well, where would you get it? I mean, yeah, I don't know. To- to- a toilet? Maybe well, an, an unflushed toilet, or who, he who knows, knows yeah. someone who. Pooed in it? I don't know. But uh, when he was at large, was it? This is uh, disgusting. But was it hard poo or soft? No, it was liquefied. Mm. So it was just like a he rain. Might have IBS? Maybe he has IBS. Maybe he should see a doctor. But he, um, uh, he inspired a lot of talk in the city, and it made national news, international news. On one morning when he was at large on CBC News, they had a medical doctor on to talk about Poo Bucket Man. And they had a doctor who had, I believe, gone to school for eight years to study medicine tell the nation that it's not healthy to get uh, poo in your eyes. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yes. I would have thought it was, you know, it's from a body. It's in a body. What's the difference? Right. Like the way like a vaccine works. Like you get a bit of the disease to, yeah. to help your body fight it. So did he just splash, like he literally just splashed liquid poo on people's faces mm-hmm. and stuff? Oh, yeah. boy. So pink eye. Hopefully they don't give him a stamp like that. He doesn't make it onto a Canada Post stamp. <laughs> I hope he doesn't get on a, on money. I hope so too. A- but you never know. People really um, idolize like serial killers. You know, ladies oh, will write them letters and want to go on dates with them. It's and true. This might happen to Pooh Bucket Guy. He could be an er- like become a legend. You know. Remember how Charles Manson just... He's going to get laid. I'm going to put it out there. That guy is getting laid. <laughs> he wrote himself a one-way ticket to uh, <laughs> sex town. Mm-hmm. Um, remember when, just before Charles Manson died, and may, may he rest in peace, he's no longer with us, mm-hmm. he, I believe, was engaged to a young, like a much younger woman, because he was, I think, in his early 80s when he died. Oh. And then he called off the wedding because he found out before they got married that she was planning on... Stuffing his body when he died, and then taking him around on tour to make money off of it. Wow! And he had his heart broken. Oh, that poor man! Wow, that's really what happened. She was going to do that. She was going to do that. Imagine, you know, he was probably getting into his wedding tuxedo and mm. you know out for his bachelor party with all his friends, and to hear that that the person you love is just using you. You know what? It's till death do us part. Not mm. till death, then you get. Stuff stuff and taken on tour. Yeah. Woo. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. It's like a modern day Romeo and Juliet story. Was it you who said the other day that he was really short? Yes. Like five uh, foot two? Five foot two, yeah. That's crazy. Five foot two, same height as Danny DeVito. Yeah. That's m- mad. Yeah. I can't imagine him being. They don't that tell short. you that in movies about him or podcasts about no. him. Right? Wow. So just watch your watch your backs, listeners. 
So we had a segment. We do have a segment, and it is actually topical because oh. we're in the thick of the Christmas holiday season right now, aren't we, James? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's very Christmassy out. And what do you think of when you think of Christmas? Carols. Absolutely. Christmas carols are huge for people young and old. Um, yeah. Everyone loves them. But there's one problem with Christmas carols. They're sort of dated now. A lot of them, I think, were written in like the 1800s, they're and old. they're kind of lame. They're old. They're about, you know, hold, uh, having to write a letter by candlelight. They're about, mm. you know, outhouses. They're about farming. Yeah. And Dying we, of a curable disease. That's what 40. Christmas carols are about. And yeah. so we decided it was time um, to update Christmas carols oh, yeah. for, for Zoomers, for millennials. <laughs> for people our age, young yeah. people. So, yeah. yeah, we have a segment called Updated Christmas Carols. And maybe you could even, when you edit this, Mike, insert a record scratch after that. That'd be kind of cool. That would be fun. Because it's like, we're what's this? Yeah, it's young. Yeah. It's cool. Yes. Uh, well, why don't you go first with your updated Christmas carol, Michael? Thank you, James. All right. So, my first updated Christmas carol, um, does this... Ring any bells for you? Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Yeah, da 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 do da. Yes, it does. That's the song, Oh, Christmas tree, which is originally, I believe, a German carol. Oh. So you, you're probably going to like it. I love it. Oh, Tannenbaum. Ah. Oh, Tannenbaum. Anyway, I decided to update this because, you know, Christmas trees, I don't know if people do that anymore. Um, you know, we need trees to uh, purify the, to take the CO2 out of the air. Well, especially with the way the Amazon that's is according uh, to the left wing media. Um, so, what's one of the biggest gifts out there this year? Peloton bikes. That's true. Peloton bikes. You've seen the commercials. They are a little bit uh, in the news. There was a bit of a controversy about their latest ad recently, mm-hmm. but they're very popular. Uh, people can get in shape, and I thought it'd be funny to rewrite "Oh Christmas Tree" to make it about these bikes. So okay. the song should go like this: Oh Peloton, Oh Peloton. You make our buns look sexy. <laughs> and that's just the first two lines. And then you can wow. go on like, uh, we like to cycle very fast. We like to cycle up a hill or whatever. Okay. You can sort of fill in the blanks there. But I thought that'd be a nice very good. way to kick off this segment. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, my first updated Christmas carol is the one little drummer boy. Oh, Remember that's a that? classic. It's about the, the young uh, young man who was playing his drum in, before the baby Christ. Yeah, sure. But let me tell you something. If Christ was born today, there's not going to be some kid playing a drum okay. uh, in front of him. So that needs to be updated, updated. So I thought instead of Little Drummer Boy, we could call it Little Vaping Boy. Vape culture is All huge. Right. Jules, don't believe the news that say this is dangerous. It's not. I have a lot of... I have a lot of financial interest in the vaping industry, and oh. it is very healthy. I can let you guys know. Um, so that that song could go something like this: Vape, they told me, puff, 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 <laughs> a brand new strain for you, puff, 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 puff. So just stuff like that. I mean, that's a. So the know. little boy's blowing. First of all, he's underage. And he's oh, blowing smoke no in the face of vaping, Mike. You could vape as a baby; it's healthy for you. But this kid's blowing smoke in the face of the little good Christ. Get him, get him, get him to get a taste for it, young. Oh boy! Imagine a nativity scene that had like a a little vapor in it. There should be. You can get the vaporizers that fill up a whole room. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I don't agree with it, but it is it is current. 
All right, my second song for this segment called Updated Christmas Carols is um, another one that takes place in Bethlehem, mm-hmm. in the manger, mm. right? Beneath the stars there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silent Night. Oh, classic that's a song. classic. It always, it always has been one of my favorite Christmas uh, carols. So here's my update on it, though. It's a little funny. It's about like, imagine you've just had a nice big Christmas dinner with your family or friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe you... Uh, Feeling a little bit bloated, got mm-hmm. some gas. Mm-hmm. So then you you don't sing Silent Night, you sing this. Silent toot, nasty toot. Smells like eggs, smells like a boot. Because it's <laughs> your, you had a big meal. Oh, wow. What do you think of that? That's good. I guess it's kind of rude, you know, and well, uh, this is, kids today thing. love to be rude. I, Bart Simpson. It's a little bit Bart Simpson and a little bit Stewie, and I did hem and haw a bit <laughs> over whether I should say it on the on the show because I didn't want to upset anybody. You know, if people are listening to this show with their kids around, I don't want to set a bad example. But mm. you know, the genie, you know, the bottle, was it the the genie's out of the bottle? Genie in a bottle, baby, mm. come let me out. Remember that video? Absolutely, Christina. Very. F- uh, she was underage. Video. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about someone who was underage. My next song uh, is a fun twist on a classic. Remember Frosty the Snowman? How could I forget? He's one of the most famous snowmen uh, who's ever lived. Well, we all know that um, I'm kind of a no-nonsense type guy politically, Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't believe the New York Times and stuff like that. So I would do an updated updated, uh, version of Frosty the Snowman called Frosty the Libtard. Okay. And there's a lot of ways you could go okay. with that. He's a snowflake. You know, he's made up of snowflakes and... Uh, Millions of them, probably. You know, he's yeah. very hipster with his pipe and everything and his scarf. Okay. So, bit of fun there. Do, do you have a sample of some of the lyrics? Or, <laughs> or you just have a... You're working well, with a title. Yeah, just more of a title. A lot of songwriters start that way. They come up with a title, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. That's so evocative and they just the lyrics just... Kurt Take Cobain probably smelled someone and went, oh, it smells like Teen Spirit. Right. Wait, wait a second. Maybe smelled an underage uh, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> right? Maybe. She'd How old was she in the genie in a bottle well, video? I, I, it just for my own, uh, for legal reasons, I know the date when a lot of people were underage. So Do you think she a... was the age of consent when Dirty was released? Uh, yeah. You'd At hope. that point, she was. I'm you'd positive. Hope. Yeah. That video. I have to give consent woo. to be dirty. I have to be honest. That video was not uh, attractive to me. I know it was real... It's very mucky. It was, yeah. Mucky. It was dirty. It was very wet and mucky. All right. What is it? Uh, what, what are we here? For a blustery day or to hear a pop song? What? So my third and final uh, updated Christmas carol, this is kind of a, a more modern one. Mm-hmm. It's from the 80s, so maybe it's not as modern as I, as I think. It's mm. the Pogues classic, Fairy Tale of New York. Remember oh, that one? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got some swears in it. It's like very rough and tumble. Yes. It's a tragic story of a, of a couple... In New York City, who I believe are of Irish descent. Mm. Now, I've updated this song to reflect uh, what it's like to live in a city that I know very well, Toronto. So this is fairy tale of Toronto. Oh, imagine that! Wow, right? cool. So here's how the first lyric, uh, line of that would go: "Twas Christmas Eve, love at Young and Dundas. I went to Jack Astor's before a movie because there is a Young and Dundas." Uh, Cineplex <laughs> at Young and Dundas Square. And if you're not from Toronto wondering what is this Young and Dundas you're talking about, it's basically our version of Times Square, mm-hmm. but a lot more fun. 
<laughs> yes, yes. New Yorkers yeah. come here and they go, what the hell? Oh. This makes Times Square look like uh, if, yeah. a toilet. If only we had this type of thing in New York mm-hmm. City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's more lyrics. I sort of like, and and the boys of the Toronto police squad were singing, go Leafs go, and oh. the bells at City Hall were ringing loud. Oh, wow. And one of the most famous things about that song, you know, uh, very few Christmas songs have uh, you know, like s- words like scumbag or maggot or a word that rhymes with maggot that begins with an F, which I'm not going to say here. Right. right. That's what makes that song stand apart from other Christmas songs because the couple are bickering. So I wrote some Toronto and Canadian uh, insults that could be in that song. Uh, you hoser, you goof, you big friggin' noof. Merry Christmas, <laughs> you dinkin'. I'll see you at Tim's, oh, Tim Hortons. God, but uh, yeah, that's just a very oh. you know. You, maybe you have to be from Toronto to like that one. Oof! Wow, very good, Mike. Are you a Pogues fan? Um, I only know that song. Don't they have a, wor- a song about worms or something? They do have a song called Worms. Yeah, but it's like the en- it's like a secret bonus track at the end of one album. It's oh, not really. Why do one I of their- know that? Then it's not really w- one of their real songs. Oh, I don't know. Like an afterthought. Do you like the Pogues? Uh, yeah, I have a few of their uh, cool. c- CDs. Everyone used to joke that the lead singer was a interesting looking guy, right? <laughs> that was the big joke. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, well... You got uh, new teeth, Shane McGowan. Ah, uh, thank God. Yeah. McGowan. And it was an Irish television special. That he got new teeth? Yes. <laughs> wow. Weird. Uh, okay, uh, time for my final... Oh, sorry, I thought we were done. Oh, no, 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 keep going. No, I sorry. have one more. All right. It's not... I don't really want to sing it, though. Oh, we're just on. crossing some line that I don't know if I want to cross. But, you know, there's Oh, Come All Ye Faithful. Yeah, it's one of the most famous, uh, carols, yeah. Sure. Well, in 2019, they might want to update that to Oh Come All Ye Memers. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you know, uh, Steve Carell, Kermit Honey Boo Boo, that, right? Right. Oh, oh come. come All Ye Memers. <laughs> oh, what is it? Steve Carell, Kermit Honey Boo Boo, Homer <laughs> disappearing into uh. the shrubs. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, that uh, that one. So, that's, that's a good. fun thing. Well, that introduces... The idea of, or at least acknowledges, tech. Yeah. In a way that most carols don't. No, I think that's why people aren't going to church as much, because there needs to be people, tech is big now. People need to to hear it referenced. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, we did an awfully long opening segment. But it's good to be back. Apologize to our guest. Yeah. It's great to be back. Mm -hmm. So why don't we take a break and come back with our guest. Welcome back to the pod mess. Uh, and we're here with our guest today, Cheryl Han. Hi, Cheryl. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. Cheryl, it's good to see you. And I will do what James didn't do. I will mention that you are a comedian and actor <laughs> also. Thank you for mentioning that. Yes. Well, Mike asked, said to me, do you want to introduce Cheryl? Yes. Right before. So I wasn't prepared. Wasn't prepared. You had an idea of how you wanted to do this. You well, could have just done it. It's too late now. There's no possible way to stop this and go back and do it. But anyway, thank you for joining us, Cheryl, right here in downtown Toronto. Wow. Mm. You can see the CN Towers. You? Oh, you can. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Beautiful. What do you think of it? <laughs> uh, you know, it's tall. Mm. Uh, it's got that round bit 
near the top, and that's yeah. nice. Yeah, and they don't that's have up, they don't know? have a CN Tower where you were just living, which was Halifax. They don't have one in Halifax. No CN Tower. No, but we do have Citadel Hill. Oh, I've been in. I've been in that. That's a big fortress. Does Toronto have a big fortress? We have historic Fort York. <laughs> okay. Um. But it's, it's not at the top of a hill, and they don't fire cannons every day at noon like they do at the Citadel. The noon gun. Noon gun. Oh, cool. <laughs> we call it the noon gun. The wow. noon gun? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So why do they still do that? Is it just like to keep the like soldiers employed? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it takes 60 soldiers <laughs> to fire the noon gun. <laughs> <laughs> Halifax is, um, I, I noticed at least the time I spent there, a real party town. It's a hell of a party town. Yeah. It's because we have like a thousand universities in Halifax. So. <laughs> yeah. There actually, how many are there? There's seven universities in Halifax. Oh my God. And you wouldn't know it from talking to most people who live there. You wouldn't no, know. No one from Halifax goes to the universities. It's all people from Toronto. You wouldn't know there was a single school in that city <laughs> if you didn't talk to a student. But But this is all to say that you just packed up Moved halfway across the country from Halifax to Toronto, and now this is your home this for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Right? For the rest of my life. <laughs> That's you gave a cheery up. thought. <clears throat> and Cheryl, you were saying you had never not lived near the ocean. That's true. That's yeah. going to be a tough adjustment. That's nice living near the ocean. It's beautiful living near the ocean. I find Toronto to be um, very dry. I was, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was on the well, subway. We have a dry sense of humor. <laughs> it's also thing. dry, dry, dry Michael. And witty. Yeah, no, I was on the subway and someone coughed near me and like a bit of wet got on my neck. And at first I was grossed out, but then soon I was like, it helps. Did, did it remind you of the ocean? A bit, a bit spray. Yeah. I'm accustomed to a bit of spray. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, Toronto is a bit drier than Halifax. Uh, the, you know, we don't have, I'll just come out and say it, we don't have the Atlantic Ocean. We've got Lake Ontario. Beautiful. So it's like going from <laughs> sleeping in a, maybe a king-size bed to a single. Mm, a also, you can buy a <laughs> place to, to live crib. in Halifax. That's one thing that, you know. I, I, for, I mean, a couple few years ago, friends of mine were like, oh, we bought a house for like, you know, $300,000 or something. It's like this big multi-bedroom house. Like a Victorian mansion. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's pretty crazy. good. And they use, forgive my ignorance, they use Canadian currency in Halifax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Correct? Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Uh, and you're from Newfoundland. I'm from Newfoundland. And even more, a more remote insane place the most i think i'm from as far as you can go in newfoundland where where exactly i'm from a place called carpoon okay oh wow i've heard of a harpoon never heard of uh, okay i'm sorry you must get that all the time guess at how you spell carpoon q-a-r-p-o-o-n that's close i would have said (laughs) c-a-r-p-o-o-n it's q u I R Oh my god. Wow. I see. Well, a little <laughs> a little history lesson for our listeners. <laughs> wow. Is that near the French islands? Oh, what are they called? Saint Pierre and Miquelon. No, it's near the Lansom Meadows Viking site, like where the oh, Vikings okay. landed when they first came to North America. Right. Cool. That's the only thing nearby. <laughs> Do you think you have any Viking blood uh, in you? You know what? I'm scared to talk about that um <laughs> so my cousin matthew who if he's if you're listening matthew Han. 
he uh, looks like a Viking. He's like <laughs> five foot six. He's not super tall, but he's very wide and quite mm. red. And uh, he has long blonde hair. And he works Ooh. at the Viking settlement um, showing people how to throw axes at a wall. <laughs> so he's a man who's found the exact right career for yeah. the way he looks. And he's super into like his Viking heritage, which is just scary. It's mm. like white supremacy adjacent. <laughs> so yes. I'm a bit like... <laughs> mm. <laughs> You don't want to get too into like your Nordic roots. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> Does he walk around with like a hammer in his belt or like? Uh... Oh, several. Yeah, right. absolutely. I yeah. feel like modern day Viking type men are. There's a strong link between them and heavy metal. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <Definitely. laughs> it sort of just seems like a connection there. A hundred percent. Does he mm. listen to like Scandinavian? Heavy metal, or <laughs> he probably does. <laughs> he definitely listens to like um, Black Sabbath and okay, um, mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin. He's that type of classic, classic. tasteful metal. <laughs> there was a this is just a sidetrack here. Uh, there is a new Ozzy Osbourne song that was released. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> I, it's, I guess his last album or something. But there's a line. The lyrics are like. I'll make you scream. I won't hesitate. I'll make you scream. I'll make you defecate. <laughs> he uses the term, uses the word defecate in the lyrics. I think Pooh Bucket Guy heard that oh, song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess if you're really excited, you'd poo your pants. Or does he mean that sexually? Uh, I don't know if you can make. I guess you could sexually make someone defecate, but it's um, of course you. Are you, you kidding? Definitely can. It's yeah. I'll make you scream. I'll make you defecate in the song "Straight to Hell." Yeah. Imagine that, a 79-year-old man making you defecate. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Anyway, maybe your cousin knows do, about how this. How does he do it? A spell? He has a spell, yeah. Stern. Or maybe he's... A stern talking to. <laughs> maybe he gives you a look, young man. Yeah. Poo your pants. Anyway, it's good to see that he's not uh, slowing down in his old age, that he's just as vital and mm. nasty as always. Mm-hmm. Right? Were you a rocker? Growing up, Cheryl? Me? Yeah. Actually, yes. <laughs> okay, I sense you've got some stories. <laughs> Not just an embarrassing fact, which is to say that my favorite band in high school was Tool. <laughs> oh, you I must like be Tool over the moon well. that they have reformed and released their. I'm so glad album. the lead singer's given up on his winery business to oh, come back to yeah. rock and roll. I listened also, to. Also, isn't he a bad man? I feel like he was outed as bad. And there was a story that fine. came out that wasn't good. What's his I don't name? Know if it's true. Maynard James Keenan. Keenan Ivory Wayne. So yeah. Keenan, they're... James Keenan Ivory Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that's not a character on some sketch show. I think show. that was a, a mm. before and after puzzle on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to Maynard K- James Keenan on Joe Rogan, and the first thing Joe Rogan said was, you make great fucking wine, dude. <laughs> I was like, oh. Thank God. you, Joe. Thank you very much. It means a lot coming from someone like you. <laughs> I liked Tool when I was in high school too. Thank uh, you. Forty six and two. Oh hell yeah! Pro- what was it? Hooker with a penis. <laughs> was that the name of one of their songs? Yeah. <laughs> the first song uh, you're like, you could try and picture what it might be. It sounds mathematical. Could be about anything. Yeah. Hooker with a penis. Only about one specific. Thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like I was always like, what is sober about? Uh, hooker with a penis. You get. You really know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they and didn't they have one song that sounded like really scary? But then it was just reading recipes in German. <laughs> 
they had one side, like they were, they sort of would make a joke of being uh, scary. James, it seems like you were an even bigger fan. Than I. <laughs> I'm a tool. I'm a tool head. You're a tooler. Mm-hmm. You got a tooler. Can I ask? I know Tool made it to Southern Ontario. Did Tool ever tour to? Carpoon, Newfoundland. No, but A Perfect Circle, which uh, was a side project of the lead singer, played in Halifax at a, a much music event called Snow Jam. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go, but friends told me about it. They said it was an absolute horror show because the <laughs> organizers gave a bunch of teenagers so much Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> and is and, that high in caffeine? <laughs> yes, and then they gave them an equal amount of condoms. Oh. So oh. teens were just filling condoms with Mountain Dew Code Red <laughs> and biffing them. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say the teens were so jacked up on caffeine they couldn't stop fucking. <laughs> but at least they did it safely. <laughs> so they were pelting the band that, that they were supposed to be fans of with condoms full of Mountain Dew Absolutely Code Red. pure anarchy. Oh, wow. <laughs> The snow was red that day. <laughs> I bet Maynard James Ivory Wayans loved that, though, because he, lo- he he strikes me as a guy who likes fucked up situations, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had that one CD where if there was a hidden, if you lifted up the thing in the jewel case, you could see, wasn't it like a man sucking his own penis or a cow or something? Yeah, something like that. I man never really a was cow. a fan of their imagery. But yeah, there was something about a guy <laughs> sucking his own thing. I saw a perfect circle at Somersault, which was like a Toronto music festival that I think Our Lady Peace organized. And oh, Sounds like something the Peacers would do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't really enjoy a perfect circle because Maynard James Keenan stripped down to t- tight briefs and mm-hmm. then turned his back to the audience and pretended to wank off. I, okay. I don't think he really I... wanked off, but he pretended. I, maybe he really did. I don't and know. And so you were like, you were in the audience, you were like, I don't like this. Pretty much. <laughs> do it for real or don't do it at all. <laughs> Would you have liked that if he had done that? No, I wouldn't have. I'm becoming more and more embarrassed of ever having liked this band as the day goes on. Yeah. I've seen <laughs> images. Apparently he was like, so, he's something of an interior designer. Have you ever seen images of what his house in Hollywood looks like? No, please it's tell me. It's beautiful. <laughs> Inside. You wouldn't expect such a shit man to have such a beautiful home. He should be on City Line. Well, you know what? You joke, you joke, but he should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, inspired by the events at Snow Jam, there are just thousands of condoms <laughs> full, full of code red hanging from the ceiling. Beautiful Imagine, when the light hits it about 3 p.m. <laughs> Imagine all the, the phone calls going into the Halifax police. <laughs> I think it mess yeah <laughs> we need some cops down here right away <laughs> did you ever go to any music festivals mike yes i did i went to a Lollapalooza, and i went to an edge fest and i even went to a uh a uh what was it called another roadside attraction which is a it was a tragically hip curated music festival oh very nice and i saw <laughs> um at Lollapalooza, i believe i saw i saw the, the ramones and who was there? Soundgarden? And then at Edgefest one year, I saw the Tea Party. I think mm. I've told this story before, but all they were like the headlining act. Metallica also played Lollapalooza. Tea Party were the headlining act at this year's Edgefest, right? <laughs> and all day, there were these rumors going around in the crowd, like, they're going to have a special guest. There's, there's going to be a special guest on stage with the Tea Party. Who's it going to be? And a rumor spread around Molson Park in Barrie that... 
David Bowie was going to be the special guest with the Tea Party. <laughs> wow. I'm sure David Bowie had never even heard of the Tea Party. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, David Bowie's here. He's definitely coming on stage with the Tea Party. And then at the end of the night when the Tea Party hit the stage, they did like a few songs and they were like, I'm sure you've heard the rumors. Uh, we have a special guest tonight. Please welcome the Toronto Tabla Ensemble. <laughs> and it was not David Bowie. It was a bunch of middle-aged Indian men playing tablas. Okay, but they well. were great, but it was not David Bowie. <laughs> oh man. I think I've told I think I've told this on the podcast that when I was young, I saw I happened to be in Ireland on a trip, <laughs> and I saw Jeff Martin, the lead singer of the Tea Party, playing at a pub in Ireland. And no one cared. There was like 20 people there. No one knew who he was. But I guess he had a home there and he would play at pubs for fun. <laughs> and I thought, and I was, I obviously like liked the tea party in like 2001 or whatever. And um, I saw him play at this pub just like on an acoustic guitar. And I went up to him and he like looked ridiculous. He had like a bandana on. It's like a small town in Ireland. It's David like, Foster Wallace yeah. style. Okay. And it's like all old farmers there and like, People, like no one gave a shit and he was playing terrible covers like he was playing like no woman no cry like stuff like that oh can you be playing some bob marley for us tonight yeah yeah no one cared who he was at all there was like and so i went up to him and i was like hey man uh could you play <laughs> i go hey man could you play release which is the tea party song i liked and he looked at me and he's like he goes i'm supposed to be in hiding here man that he's supposed to be in hiding. In from hiding what? from the media, I guess he in killed Canada, someone. Tracking his every move, like he in didn't Bruges. play the I just song. Headlined Edge Fest. I need to go to hiding. Toronto yeah. Tabla Ensemble won't stop calling me. I had to <laughs> fuck off to Ireland for a bit. Those guys are intense. Yeah, I mean, I guess he didn't want to be noticed, but he did wasn't it, getting noticed. Did any um, big like? Bands ever play near Carpoon or or, no. or St. John's because like bands don't even travel to the thing is St. John's was even like eight hours away from Carpoon. Oh my! God. Oh no, Carpoon, Cheryl. You... <laughs> Let me set the scene here for you. Cart- Carpoon. I was called a cartoon. <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> it is a cartoon of a town. Um, it's on the edge of the earth. The population is literally 67. Wow. Add two more and James will like it. Okay. <laughs> I hate that I had to say that. It was 69, but it was grossing out all of the staunch <laughs> Christians there, so they killed two people. <laughs> like in Midsummer, they threw them off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. It was an eco-suicide. <laughs> um, yeah, very, very small town. A huge Pentecostal Christian presence. Like nice. If a band wow. came through... No one would be allowed to go because the really? penalty for going would be hell <laughs> going down. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. That's the only wild. concert that you could ever see would be um, a bunch of people singing and speaking in tongues at a church. That's it. Wow. Mm. Very so strange place. Were to you grow close up. to any big towns or were you really isolated? Very isolated. Wow. Yeah. Eight and, hours to St. John's. That's, yeah, that's, it's, um, yeah. It's like literally as far as you could go. I thought St. John's was on the East Coast. It's on. Okay. So <laughs> this is purely audio so i'm sorry to whoever is listening but you know how newfoundland is kind of like 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it curves up at the top. Yeah. It curves up at the top and it looks like a big finger pointing up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I would be from the tip of the nail of that finger, wow. like as far as you can go up to that point. So were you closer to Europe than you were to like maybe. the biggest city in your province? <laughs> like maybe. <laughs> wow, that's wild. Yeah, it was really um intense way to grow up, but I'm really like great. I'm thankful for it. Mm-hmm. Did you have, were there, you know, like the same stores we have? Like, did you? Would, no. No, but I, she said no. No, no stores. Was it, could you have a David's Tea <laughs> or no. a, uh, no, but I mean, you Bed, know, Bath and Beyond. With, like, I grew up in a, not that, like in a regular small town and it was like big when we got a Kelsey's. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just got their first Tim Hortons in St. Anthony, which is where the hospital is, 40 minutes away. Holy shit. <laughs> so many people die because ambulances don't get there in time. It's oh, actually no. Sad. Wow. They got a Tim Hortons, and I'm sure whoever franchised it is just a billionaire now. Oh, because yeah. Because like, everything is an independent business, which is cool. Right. Wait, when I was a kid, my aunt and uncle, who were like my second parents, um, they had a video rental store in their basement, and it was literally just like five bookshelves with VHS. Chest oh my them. god! And people come over and pay like fifty cents to rent wow. them. Do they have I guess like we can watch Fletch Lives again? Yeah. <laughs> they have like different sections like horror, drama, and no, just an comedy. absolute mix. Pyramids. Wow! Yeah, that is wild. <laughs> so, so someone who grew up in a city of sixty, uh, not even a city, a, a hamlet, really? A what? A settlement? <laughs> I'd call it a, a settlement. <laughs> Coming to a city like Toronto must blow your damn mind because <laughs> we've got a few. We've got like. Few million people here, yeah. But of course, Halifax has what two hundred thousand people, something like that. I think so maybe three hundred, but anyway, way smaller. Have, what feeling? Totally. Are you adjusting to Toronto? Is this your first time living here? It is. Yeah, I'm. I'm adjusting okay. <laughs> you have any complaints? You can you can air them here. We can won't I? judge you. I'm scared yeah, that yeah. my downstairs neighbor listens because I really hate her. <laughs> oh my god! Spill the tea is a saying we have here in Toronto. <laughs> so okay, I live in a house with my friends, which is so nice. Everything about it is nice, and we have nice neighbors on either side. I was telling James before we started recording that when when we moved in, our neighbors to the left of us, which are like an ancient Italian couple, oh. gave us like fifteen cucumbers. <laughs> A traditional Italian welcome. Is that like a mob <laughs> warning? Is it like <laughs> what it is? <laughs> so they're very nice. They're really sweet. But our downstairs neighbor, it's like she's taken on living in a basement as a personality trait. Like I think mm. living in a basement for five years has changed who she is as a okay. person. And she's become like a troll. She's oh, a troll. No. <laughs> if we drop something, she'll slip a note under the door that's like, oh, I heard God. a noise last night. What was it? Oh, and I just—it feels very trollish. Like if you right. make too much noise, you get a riddle, and the riddle's like, you know, a, a farmer has a goat, a bag of seed, and a fox. Uh, how miserable <laughs> can I make four adults in their own home? <laughs> <laughs> Have you talked about what g- killing her? Well, no, 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 no. I was not implying that. That click means only one thing: either <laughs> come over here, horse, or <laughs> murder, commit murder. <laughs> Did, I can't believe she would ask what the noise is. She's That's very, a noise. What did you it, drop? It I is. need to know. It is like, I heard a noise last night at 1 a.m. and it woke me up. And I want to be like, a noise? Like, you that's not get, enough for you to be coming up here. You should have a, get a, like a Bluetooth speaker and put it in like the vent facing down <laughs> and then play like a Halloween sound effect CD <laughs> all night. <laughs> And see what kind of note you get the next morning. 
that but that can really suck though i hate that feeling when you feel like you have to be quiet mm. or you'll bother someone really ruins my day it's stress it's stressful. it's stressful it's really stressful and we just got a new kitten and it's like it, oh. absolutely insane so i'm really stressed <laughs> oh boy well if that downstairs neighbor's listening smarten up yeah please mm-hmm. did you eat did you eat the cucumbers you were given i did they were amazing Ooh. in a salad or just raw <laughs> i sat down and ate all 15 my first night raw and they, they wanted to watch you <laughs> my roommates kept coming in and i was like these were given to me <laughs> i'll be enjoying these you just slowly eat them with a knife and fork and then there was a note under the door that was like i heard consistent <laughs> munching for three hours who was saying mm, cucumbers for three hours last night <laughs> i have to work in the morning you know <laughs> oh man So, New Toronto. So, we talked about one, you know, Halifax has its share of, I'm sure, characters. I'm sure your your settlement did. But in Toronto, <laughs> we've got, um, I'm just going to say, more local characters. We talked about Pooh Bucket Man earlier. Yep. Mm, um, terrifying. Hopefully, you never have to encounter him. I believe he's been apprehended. He's in, he's in prison now. And he shouldn't be he's allowed near buckets of feces again. You yeah. know, it's unfortunate because... <laughs> <laughs> feel like in prison you pretty much just shit in a bucket <laughs> yeah well maybe this was his plan all along yeah. now he's in his dream scenario it was a long con yeah now he's like yes finally um so we had him and he's luckily off the streets but we have other uh there are toronto characters maybe you should know about there's uh toronto spider-man are you familiar with him uh yeah only from twitter what what should I know about Toronto Spider-Man? He, he, he's a, he's he's a nerd. sucks. <laughs> does he help? I, I'll be does like, he help anyone? No, he doesn't do anything. I'll Helps be standing himself. there at a street corner, and then I hear a noise from above me be like, hey, man, or something. And then you look up, and there's a guy in a Spider-Man suit just perching on like a... a garbage can. Yeah, or like even higher up somehow. Yeah. You've had a, a direct encounter with oh, him? Oh, Yeah. A couple of times. You're going to see him all over the place. Is he just a spring and summer phenomenon? Or no, he he's, I saw him in this neighborhood just last week. He travels exclusively by uh, skateboard, and he, ne- he clearly never launders his Spider-Man costume because it is filthy. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that too. And he'll say corny stuff like, hey, I'm a superhero, not a traffic cop. Like He'll say corny little things, and yeah. you're like, oh my god. And he, he's like, I guess... For all intents and purposes, he's a busker because he like puts out like a hat or something to collect change. But Spider-Man his, with a hat. Yeah. <laughs> his, his act, if you want to call it that, is just, like James said, perching on a garbage can or like a mailbox and going like, hey, I'm Spider-Man. And then, <laughs> and then dumb tourists are like, hey, it's it's Spider-Man. And they take a picture. You're going to be Italian and you change. Hey, it. it's a Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> His suit is a red, like a pasta sauce. Uh, and they take pictures, and then he he harasses people. And uh, you hate like, Spider Man. Like people like um, outside of the Chinese theater in Hollywood, where like yeah. if you take a picture and he's anywhere in the frame at all, you have to give him two dollars. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but this Toronto Spider Man was like in the news in the summer because I think he. At an intersection, he like screwed up the streetcars or the buses because he has like, he has a fake web. He oh. brings with him. He threw his web onto the thing that controls the streetcars and like shut down. Oh my traffic. god! What an and, idiot! Hey. Yeah. Anyway, unless he listens to the podcast, in which case, oh, well, we didn't mean <laughs> we it. We love you. 
<laughs> and we'd love to have you on. Yeah, we would. We'd love to. That'd be a hard-hitting interview. Yes, we really get to the bottom. Unmask him, and then at the last minute, we uh, we just inject. It could be like Barbara Walters, where we try to make him cry. Oh, I'd love to make him cry. Yeah, sorry, interrupted you. The mask implies you're hiding from something. Yes, is there deep trauma you like to talk about? (laughs) Uh, Just to finish my thought, I was going to say at the end of the interview, we inject him with like poison or something. Oh, sorry, I cut that off. (laughs) Who's another Toronto character Cheryl should know? Chair girl. Chair girl is huge. Who? Uh, tell me more. <laughs> she uh, got famous about a year ago because she put a video online of her. She First was, of all, she's the most one of the most beautiful women you'll ever see. Also, almost very, underage, very glamorous. <laughs> she's sort of a glamorous club Kardashian type woman, and she was in the top of a high rise right above the Gardner Expressway highway. Yeah, and she, there was a video of her throwing a chair off a balcony. Down to the highway, which would have could that have killed is very people. Irresponsible. Really horrendous. But she's like an Instagram woman who's like you know posting sexy pics all the time. She was recently in the famous. news for being like she was spotted at a Raptors game. That's right. Was there like a mission statement behind throwing the chair? Or I think it was just that she had maybe she done a bunch sick of drugs. Of it. Yeah. Oh, she was sick of the chair. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I don't need you in my life anymore. I'm sick of this. It might have been a commentary on you know for standing desks. Right. You know. Also, <laughs> you're a critique- not very ergonomic. <laughs> a critique of car culture mm-hmm. mm, many levels but she yeah was famous and she i believe blew up on instagram after mm-hmm. this you mm-hmm. know yep there's also crane girl oh, who a couple a years ago was a pr- another pretty woman i guess that's a thing you and remind she- me of roy orbison's song uh, <laughs> pretty woman <laughs> dun, 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 dun. well Crane woman, throw Cr- a chair at me. <laughs> Crane girl was, um, she was kind of, she almost had a vibe of like a 90s Winona Ryder kind of, you know, pretty lost, confused girl. And yeah. she climbed up a crane, no way to come down. And it was, she just climbed up a giant crane. And just and then sat the, there. The police had to go get her. Uh, yes. And she made the news. on a crane. Yeah. <laughs> girl on a crane. And there's, um, there was the man dressing up like a fit Santa. Ooh, I've seen oh. Fit Hot Santa. Yeah. yeah. That's well, a, now, that's a national treasure. So we have I don't two think it's Santas. really fair for Toronto to claim that. So there's Good Fashion point. Santa, <laughs> who is a Silver Fox Santa, mm-hmm. who I just saw this morning on the Maryland Dennis show. He's back. He's back. Fashion Santa. <laughs> I'm so excited. He's back. He's back. Do you think Fant- At Fashion Santa on Twitter. Do you think Fashion Santa is married or just like meeting girl ladies no, and having just sex throwing that i think it's like jackie chan where maybe he's married but he can't say or people will throw themselves in front of a train <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there'd be a mass suicide people found out that fashion santa was in a relationship what ladies do you think would be most into fashion santa zoomers i think i don't know i think younger i think middle-aged younger? women might yeah i think younger women would you know would think like oh Grimes. Do you think Grimes would leave Elon Grimes. Musk for Fashion Santa? <laughs> Maybe. She should, actually. Now and that I'm he's not online, joking. he stands a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see some of his tweets. Um, but we have another... Uh, who's the other guy? Oh, Zanta? Zanta? He's the guy who's like a built... He retired. There was a bodybuilding guy in no shirt and uh, Santa Claus suit who used to stand around in the street and yell about how he's Zanta. What's the Z? <laughs> I don't know. That was his twist on Santa, I guess. It was a, f- a fun, <laughs> the thoughtful twist. The S backwards. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> so Fashion Santa. <laughs> I'm like, wait. His name is Paul Mason. And oh. his Twitter bio says, Model Paul Mason, entrepreneur, creator of Fashion Santa. But he, that's just him. 
Uh, he's got <laughs> 2014. Uh, give your parents some credit. Yeah. <laughs> he's a self-made man. Uh, <clears throat> 2014 followers on Twitter, so I've got more than him. Sorry, and everyone thinks you're sexy. Um, <laughs> and he's doing an ad here for uh, Caesar Mix. Okay. Um, he gets fucked on. He's also... Okay, he's in some newspapers and ABC. He's on... Okay, so he's doing American... News shows, I guess he's, you know... Yeah. He's crossed over into the States? Wow. He's here with Jan that Arden. hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's picture... him and the bare naked ladies. That's it. <laughs> yeah. There was one picture here of him with, yeah, Jan Arden. And um, hey, he's uh, doing well. He's, uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm, no like no lame tweets, though, huh? He wasn't trying to make jokes? No, it's all just promotional stuff. Huh. He keeps... You think he sent any... Want a dick pic in their DMs? Definitely. And it has like um, some sort of like um, garland. On it. <laughs> That's a little Santa hat. Or a wreath. Or a, put it in a wreath. <laughs> yep. Oh, for sure. Any guy who's suddenly just some sort of, you know, handsome guy who's suddenly famous for being sort of handsome in a gross Canadian old man way, mm-hmm. he's trying to, you know, he's trying, to bone. he's trying to make the most of it. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's probably having. A large amount of sex. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. We're trying to. <laughs> you don't want to disagreeing let... with anything you guys say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You might not want to bring your kids to see this guy. He's probably going to be hard as a rock. <laughs> right? uh, imagine fat. Well, imagine though, it's it's midnight on Christmas Eve, and Fashion Santa comes down the chimney. Oh boy, that'd be different than regular old Chunky Santa. I'd be like. Uh... Uh, I prefer the chunky guy because now my now my girlfriend is in love with with him, right? <laughs> yeah, it could be. <laughs> He's yeah. very attractive. <clears throat> or I bet Fashion Santa wouldn't come down the chimney. He'd arrive in a sedan, mm. right? Uber X. Uber X. He'd arrive in an Uber X. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever taken an Uber X? That's the regular one, right? Oh yeah. Then Sorry, there's, there's a fancy L, one though, which is like uh, whatever. Hummer or something. Yeah. Did Uber make it to to Halifax? No. No Uber. Halifax couldn't sustain Uber. What is the cab company there? It's uh, Casino Taxi. We're <laughs> the best ones. Casino Taxi. <laughs> we're the best ones. Your phone. Is those, those are the lyrics of the. <laughs> yeah, they have a jingle. It we're the best on ones. <laughs> no, we're the fast. They're fast. They are the best, but they're also best. Uh, How to go? Casino Taxi. We're the fast ones. Casino Taxi. Near as your phone. <laughs> if you're a person on the go, write down this number. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a four long five, song. Six, 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 or four two nine six 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 six. They, they command you to write down the number. That's Excellent. like Bohemian per- Rhapsody. I gotta say, the cadence of the song is kind of. If you're a person on the go, write down the number. Imagine you're a high-powered Halifax business person, and you're on the go, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, I need we a taxi. We want the jingle to bounce. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but. Um, Pizza Corner is a big thing in Halifax, right? Yes. Like everyone there knows about Pizza Corner. Yeah. Do you know about this, Mike? So Pizza Corner used to be a place where each uh, corner of four corners, each one had a pizza restaurant. But when I was there, it was down to like, it was still <laughs> called Pizza Corner, but only one of the corners had a pizza place. And now it's like Froyo. And yeah. Yeah. And yeah. But it's like, it's such a party town. If you go there at like 2 a.m. on a Friday, it's like Mad Max at this corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I actually went in there when... 
one of the pizza places had just closed and like I want to say a crepe place had opened and was open till 2 a.m. <laughs> and the people working at the crepe place were so scared because yeah. it was all these like meathead hockey player guys partying and getting drunk and being like, "Was there no fucking pizza?" And like they were so scared working in this crepe place. Pizza corner is where sailors traditionally go to get stabbed. <laughs> so we were done. Stabbing corner. Yeah. There have been so many stabbings at Pizza Corner. Halifax, I'm going to say, more violent than Toronto. Chaotic, absolutely chaotic energy. It's because <laughs> it's a port city. So, like, it's a student town and a port city. So, there's just tons of people who don't really live there passing through. And so, there's just no respect. Treat it like a playground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I was, like, young and being really stupid, I was at Pizza Corner and I almost got in a fight with a guy. For real. He pushed me. <laughs> Just a stranger. I was. It was so weird. It's such an aggressive energy, and I was being a jerk too. It was ridiculous. What, how did it end? I can't remember. Like, I don't know. I was. I think I was with a girlfriend at the time, and you know, he was sort of said something weird, and then I was like, "Fuck off" or something, and then he hit me. A sort of. He pretended to pat me, but he hit me really hard. Um. It's crazy though. That never would happen to me here. Yeah, my brother got punched in the face out of the blue twice by people, and once just for for wearing a scarf, and out of the blue he was just walking, and someone approached him and said, nice scarf, gay guy, and punched him in the face. <laughs> oh and it was winter. God. It was winter in Halifax. <laughs> Mike, it doesn't matter if you wear a scarf. You're gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the international symbol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh wow, that's crazy! Yeah, it's a cra- it's crazy the vibe, yeah. but the- it's also produced some of the best music in Canada. Yeah. Well, you know what? Remember, in the- I remember in the early '90s, everyone said Halifax is the next Seattle. It's the next mm-hmm. Seattle. Sloan. Is it still the next Seattle? Um, absolutely not. No. <laughs> but it did have like a golden age, like mm-hmm. Sloan and the Inbreds and all of these like bands that almost became huge. Yeah, but not quite. Joel Plaskett. Yeah, and um. Thrush Hermit. Thrush Hermit. That was who I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Who were the guys that sang from the back of the film? That was Thrush Hermit. Oh, okay, yeah, that was yeah. a good song. I'll add it to the to the uh, mm. this show. <laughs> Throw it in. Now, do you know about Toronto's music scene? Because um, you're going to have to know about it if you. Yeah, what bands live should here. I check out or avoid? Um, Arcade Fire, <laughs> Glass Tiger, uh, Tom Cochran. Yeah, t- Tom Cochran. Tom Cochran, Kim Mitchell, <laughs> guess who? Mm-hmm. Is Kim Mitchell from Toronto? I, have a, I really have a soft spot for Kim I believe Kim he's from Sarnia, <laughs> but has lived in Toronto for like 30 years. I can't years. believe you know that. I think I've read his Wikipedia page a few times. <laughs> He used to be like an afternoon rock radio DJ here Amazing. for like 10 years. Yeah. And I remember like being in the car and flipping on and then he'd play his own song and then he'd be like, hey, if I don't do it, who will? <laughs> and he, it's true. <laughs> Sadly, it is true. I was like lyrically and the video for the song Soda is so mm, good. Like, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he I really... Pi- sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. I just love it. He gave... Um, schlubby men uh, a chance to be seen in music videos. He really pioneered the long hair ball cap over a bald spot. (laughs) Yes. That's why it's such a still such a powerful look. (laughs) Yeah, you see really important people still long, long hair to their butt bald and a ball cap. Did, Did he, was he in Max Headroom? Is that how that worked? No, Max 
Max Headroom was a TV show about like a oh, computer right. head. Yes. Max Webster. Max Webster. I'm sorry. Yes. And they were kind of prog rock sort of, right? It's like hoser prog rock. Like, <laughs> no, like I guess Rush are Canadian as well, but like Max Webster were like cottage prog rock. Oh, <laughs> In a way that Rush seemed like it was like um, like uh, prog rock written by, who's the woman who wrote Atlas Shrugged? Like, oh, Ayn Rand. 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 Like it's like, in that vibe, whereas like I think Max Webster were like true like prog rock in a donut shop in northern <laughs> Ontario or something. Wow. Well, what a departure Kim Mitchell's solo career was. Yes. Pure <clears throat> pop, pure pop rock. Pure pop. You know what? It's like Genesis. Yeah. The Phil Collins and uh, Peter Gabriel leave Genesis do pop. Get bigger than ever. <laughs> Same with uh, Max. What is it called? Webster. <laughs> Wax Webster. Max Webster. <laughs> If you're a person on the go, write down this number. It's the key to traveling quick. It's Casino Taxi's number. 429 Casino Taxi, they're the fast ones. Casino Taxi, near as your phone. No need to run, don't get wet, dial the number. 429 or 425-6666. Have you sure. seen The Irishman, Cheryl? No, I haven't. No. Uh, are you Irish at all? No. <laughs> okay, well then you might have trouble with the movie. You saw The Irishman. I saw The Irishman. Did you see The I Irishman? I did. I saw it too. We How both seen it? The Irishman. It's on Netflix already, so I could just watch it tonight. You yes. watch it tonight. Yes. It's long. I liked it. Mike loved it. I, I thought it was... I loved it a lot. It was great. Yeah. It's like three hours long. Three, three hours and 40 minutes? And three hours and... Three hours and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to want to wear a nice big diaper when you watch <laughs> I always strap on a diaper whenever I watch a Scorsese film. <laughs> no, none of the men the short the, ones. None of the men in the in the film The Irishman could probably sit and withstand watching the movie without shitting themselves. <laughs> I did see a little clip that's been going around Twitter of um Al Pacino like kind of flubbing a line but then also being so funny and good i really like al pacino yeah he's like 79 in dick tracy like that his performance in dick tracy is so funny like he's actually so funny was he flat top no he's the he's prune face oh prune face yeah and then (laughs) there's a scene where he feels like someone is has betrayed him and i think there's someone in the vents listening in on their big mobster meeting and he's like smell a rat wow and he starts like slamming on the table it was just like a brilliant comedic (laughs) he's not an actor who ever goes too small Mm -hmm. huge he's a huge man he has that famous line uh (laughs) and she's got a great ass Yes. What was that from the, the Scent Irishman. of a Woman? Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He. Uh, I should rewatch Dick Tracy. What a weird movie. Very so all the weird. bad guys are like a square head. And yeah, like, like very cartoonish. Yeah. I yeah. remember hating the Madonna song called "Hanky Panky" that was <laughs> no. in that movie because it made me feel like. Even as a kid, I was like, oh, this doesn't feel right. It's gross. It's not okay to write a song about sex, so they call it Hanky Panky. Like, Ew. If it's a song about sex, it sounds like parent. Sex. That's what, like, it's like parents having sex, is what you hanky imagine panky. when you hear Hanky Panky. Was Madonna in Dick Tracy? Oh, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. She was the lead. She's lady. She played Dick. No, no. It was Warren. Beatty. Beatty played Dick Tracy, and she She's was. The troubled babe. Okay. <laughs> and I think in real life, Warren Beatty and Madonna got together after that. They did, that. Yeah. yeah. Really? Big. Warren Beatty is like a very 
famous player. I think he's on mm-hmm. record as saying he's had sex with something like 12,000 women. <laughs> wow. That's not, I'm sorry. That's not even good. Like, are you telling me? That's crazy. 12,000 women. After that's a certain a point, you're making up a number. Yes. Come on. <laughs> I actually saw someone, because Wilt Chamberlain, the basketball player, also said something like that. And someone actually on Twitter looked up how how often he would have to have sex with different women to achieve that between like 20 and 60. And it's like three a day or something stupid. It's like, no way. Some people could probably do it. Like think about the life of an athlete or a Hollywood actor. Like unless you're shooting a movie, you probably got a lot of free time. (laughs) You were saying you saw the lighthouse. Yeah. I want to see that movie. It's, it's, Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, you got to see it. Mm. Yeah. It was, it was honestly, it was incredible. It's one of the, I left the theater like feeling really excited and really upset. <laughs> and the combination of feelings I felt was like you felt unique to me. And without spoilers, it's about it's Willem Dafoe yeah. and another guy. Robert Pattinson. Oh right. And they just live on alone in a lighthouse. They're lighthouse keepers. Um kind of like you and me. Uh, <laughs> alone in a very hostile environment. Yeah. Us against the world. I'm Robert Pattinson then. No, no, no. Okay, fine. Well, okay. I'll wait. You guys can figure this out. <laughs> well, Willem Dafoe, he's a little older, but he uh, a lot of ladies like him, so I'll take that. So Willem fine. Dafoe's like the old hand lighthouse keeper. He's been there at the wiki, it's called. Oh. And he's a big mustache. Forget Wikipedia. Wiki. <laughs> wow. Lighthouse keeper. The old days. I mean, lighthouse that keeper. That was the original wiki. Yeah. I'm the founder And they were also like, Canada, if you donate just $3 a month, <laughs> you can keep this lighthouse going. <laughs> nope. Not going to do it. Has this lighthouse been helpful to you? Please consider <laughs> donating. Um, and then Robert Pattinson's like the new hand, and, and he has to learn how to make it in this intense environment while Willem Dafoe just completely antagonizes him. Whoa. And the soundtrack was incredible. The visuals were amazing. It's all shot in black and white. It looks like a silent film. Wow. And I feel like both of the men just look like paintings, and there's so many cool shots. It just wow. was like so gorgeous and then also like funny. Whoa, like, I can't funny. wait to see this. They both like Willem Dafoe gives an incredible performance. I'd rec- I'd recommend it to anybody. Maybe we'll make a date and go see it, James. Me and you. Hmm, yeah, I think I'm Yeah, gonna, after you see the film, you can figure out who was Willem Dafoe and who okay. was Robert Pattinson. Is it, did I mishear this or is the soundtrack for The Lighthouse? Is it Celine Dion? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or am I mistaking it for something else? <laughs> yeah, it's just the song, it's all coming back <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> And you're like, ah, I think they're going to go insane. <laughs> wow. And the director did, who was the director? He did like um, a... David Eggers, he did The Witch. Oh, that's right. I love The Witch. Mm-hmm. The it witch. deals with some similar themes and mm. it's got, it's similarly like slow paced, but right. you love it. You revel in I, it. You know what? I weirdly watched <laughs> The Witch on my laptop like at night in bed mm. and I don't know why I did this and then you know it's so dreary and bleak for like 90% and you're yeah. like oh my god these people in the woods this sucks and I don't want to do a spoiler I'm not going to do a spoiler but oh my god finding out the Black Phillip at the end yeah beautiful oh my god it's crazy it was one of those movies you're like kind of like oh god I'm not, I'm not I don't even know like it's so dreary all the way through but then in the end you're like oh worth it yeah yeah mm. what I would say is that the witch has kind of like a, an upturn, and the lighthouse mm. does not have <laughs> Good to know. So, yeah, uh, strap in. It would be at the what end of ride. the lighthouse, suddenly, like, a ship's coming in. They're like, we've got to save the ship. <laughs> they, like, light it up. Like, yes, we did it. 
We are the lighthouse boys. <laughs> we are the lighthouse boys. Is that what they say at the end? <laughs> the ship's full of potatoes. Potatoes for a year, enough to feed the whole village. <laughs> now, off of Halifax, there was like a tiny island with a lighthouse that mm. was it used as like a place to put people with TB or something? Oh, on George's Island. Is that what it's called? Yeah, they <laughs> they put people who were sick there and left them there. <laughs> <laughs> sick people and criminals. They put them on an island and just were like, toot toot, bye. <laughs> See you later. If you make it back, we'll be at Pizza Corner stabbing each other. Wow. Well, wow, wow. just stuck them on an island. Well, they might have thought it was fun. I mean, you know, people love visiting the islands. Mm. A, I think it was cholera. Oh, okay. Yeah. People had. yeah. I remember when I was in Halifax, there was a some sort of cocktail bar that my friends and I would go to. And there were these two waiters who wore like very loud floral pattern shirts who were from Ireland. Mm. And they were always there, and they are nice. And I remember talking to them once. I was like, what brings you to... Why are you in Halifax? And they were like, well, we were from Ireland. We wanted to see We wanted to see the world. <laughs> and I was always like, if you want to see the world, why did you stop only in Halifax? <laughs> it's basically the same as Ireland. So much like Ireland. <laughs> that is uh, so funny. It's no good. They, they must not have been very smart. Mm. Halifax has a weird... The, so there's Oak Island, too, which is our big mysterious island. What's Oak I've Island? I've heard of it. Is that where the... That's not where the horses are. No, that's Sa- Ooh, that's Sable Island. Okay. Another cool island we yes. have. Sable Island is full of wild horses, which is just incredible. Anyone should go. And then wow. Because a ship wrecked with horses like, yeah. like 50 years ago or something, right? Really? And everyone was like, <clears throat> they just, I guess they're fine. Yeah, they just <laughs> left these wild horses on an island. It's true. <laughs> and then Oak Island is an island in Nova Scotia where everyone thinks there's an ancient hidden treasure. And people have come from <laughs> wow. around the world to try and find it and dig it up. Wow. And when I was a kid in school, we read a book called The Hand of Robin Squires. And it was about a young boy who's forced to dig for the Oak Island treasure by his evil uncle. Oh, and his no. hand gets cut off and falls into the pit. And I don't remember anything like that. <laughs> wow, Oak Island treasure. Yeah. Maybe we could take the podcast there and do a live episode digging for the Oak Island treasure. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> That'd be so. Uh, imagine An if we hour found that heavy treasure. grunting. I'd be like, you find it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of um, animals g- getting stuck on islands, I listened to a Radio Lab. Okay, shout now, I've out heard to of them. Radiohead. I've never heard of Radio Lab. <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm only joking. And there was an episode about um, in the Galapagos Island area. There were these endangered tortoises that lived on this one island, and there are very few of them. And they and uh, it was a problem because uh, goats also lived on this island and they weren't indigenous to the area but like those horses a hundred years ago a ship crashed with a bunch of goats on it and these goats ended up living on this island as well that these precious turtles are on here's a problem the goats were eating all the turtles food and they're just regular old shitty goats Mm -hmm. but these turtles are like endangered big beautiful turtles right so these scientists got together and had like a worldwide conference what do we do here? And the plan they came up with to save the turtles is truly horrific. <laughs> Literally, they got a guy in a helicopter to fly around these islands with a machine gun <laughs> and murder all of the goats. And they mur- killed all the goats. Isn't that Reminds crazy? Reminds me of a Scorsese movie, actually, yeah. right? Yeah, a Rob Zombie movie. Uh, even better. <laughs> 
Wow, imagine I that. Live a thousand goats. Yeah, because they just were like, well, they're just regular old goats and they're going to kill these endangered turtles. Goatula! <laughs> it's a little spoof of um, Dragula. That'd be, you know, if we ever do a parody song album, we've got to do Goatula. Goatula, yeah. and I have event. to have a little preface, though, Save to explain. All the turtles. We'll pre- <laughs> yeah. Save all the turtles. We'll have to do a like preface on the album, just yeah. have that episode of Radio Lab so people can. That's the thing I always uh, found it a little annoying about Weird Al that before each uh, parody song, he didn't have a little preface mm. to explain uh, <laughs> what song he was parodying, A, where he got the idea for the parody. And just to let the listener know, it was all in good fun. <laughs> sure. Like before before uh, I'm fat, he could say, hey, everybody, just to let you know, this is a little hey, joke Al song. Here. It's Al here. Just joke song about overweight people. And I'm parodying uh, Michael Jackson. I'm bad. Enjoy. <laughs> or like, um, what's another one? Um, smells like Nirvana. Mm. Sure. He did. Like, hey, everybody, it's Al here. Weird Al. Uh, thank you for buying my album. It'd be nice for him to thank the, the listener, right? <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Al here. Thanks for buying my album. This next song is called Smells Like Nirvana. It's a parody of Smells Like Teen Spirit mm-hmm. by Nirvana. And I really hope you like it. Yeah, and trigger <laughs> warning, I poke fun of Seattle. Yeah. Uh, grunge music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think that when they took the album cover for Off the Deep End, which was his spoof of the Nevermind cover with the naked baby, mm-hmm. do you think Weird Al, like the baby, was naked in the pool? Probably. I didn't see a. Th- I haven't seen the cover. I'd love to get Were my you- hands on the other pictures they didn't use. Let Were me you pull a it up Weird here. Al person, Cheryl? I loved Weird Al as a yeah. kid. Yeah. Everybody did. Yeah, it's hard not to. But I agree. Some. You don't <laughs> some remember this album cover? Where he was um, spoofing. Oh, there it is. Uh, spoofing the Nevermind cover, and he's. Oh. He looks like he's stark naked. He must be. He doesn't seem like the type to fake it. I feel like he'd. He'd go full nude. You think he got his... I agree. You know what out? His weird... (laughs) Can I say, Cheryl, do you miss the glasses and mustache Weird Al look? Does he not look like that anymore? No. He's shaved his mustache, and he has kind of straighter hair and no glasses. I hate it. I really miss his afro and mustache and glasses. Maybe he felt like trapped in like this image, trapped by this image. Yeah. Yeah, but... He seems happy on the outside, but inside he's really hurting. <laughs> hurting Al Yankovic. <laughs> oh, God, imagine. Weirdly, actually, quite sad, Al Yankovic. <laughs> it is kind of amazing that, because we just take for granted that Weird Al exists and is a celebrity. Yes. But if you really think to like him starting out, that's pretty cool. That He just was like, I'm going to call myself Weird Al and do funny songs. And become Poke unbelievably up. successful. <laughs> Yeah, he's probably I'm a like a top musician yeah. first. Yeah, <laughs> I bet if you took full all albums sold, he's like a weirdly high all time ranking. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Album sold person. Does he most? Do you think it mostly sells to kids, or is it like adults love it? Like, are adults out buying Weird Al albums? I'm sure there are some. Like our friend Aaron Eves, I, I <laughs> yes. think still still keeps up with Al's releases, but <laughs> I bet he retains. Fifty percent of his audience as they age. Right, you start out as and a kid. It's like the Harry the Potter shows. series. You, yes. it grows with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I think the things you've yeah found you're so fond of when you were a kid, yeah. you'll still check out a bit. I wonder if there's a present day guy doing anything like that, other than Weird Al. I mean, I guess yeah. there's stupid YouTube morons being like doing parody stuff. There was a funny one a few years ago, a parody of um, 
um, Get Lucky, the Daft Punk hit, um, where the singer had rewritten the title to be uh, Get Coffee. And it was like, we're up all night to drink coffee. And it's very, I'll I'll maybe put a clip of it into this episode. Yes. Just so everyone knows what I'm talking about. I'll be clicking that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Are there any songs you guys would like to hear parodied? Great question. This is great. We could end the episode by each trying to do some parodies. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. We should put in the game music. This is our game. All right. Here will be the game. Here it is. It's been a while. Yeah. It's time for the game, the game. It's one of our super popular games. They always go viral and that is our aim. So sit back and please enjoy this game. Our favorite, what songs we'd like to see parodied. So this is By a Weird game. Al. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow, wow, wow. Do you have, maybe because you're the guest, you can ask us. And then we can ask you at the end to do okay. one, if you'd like. Is there yeah. anything you'd like us to parody? Is there anything I'd like to hear parodied? Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys did some good Christmas carols, so I feel like you're Were mind. they good? I don't know if they were good. We, we didn't know. It straddled the line. <laughs> okay, yeah. you did some Christmas carols, so you're primed. Um, I'd love to hear a parody of, um, you know, Buck Cherry, Crazy Bitch. Whoa. <laughs> now you're going to have to do that because I don't think I know I, that I only, The only Buck Cherry song I know, regretfully, is, uh, what was their famous one? Crazy Bitch. That's Am called I Crazy Bitch. It's like, like oh. I'm on rain on cocaine. <laughs> Isn't the, is, that's, is that Crazy Bitch? No, Crazy Bitch is like, oh, you're crazy bitch, but you fuck still get up on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's your crazy bitch, but you fuck so good I'm on top of you? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of food. Lazy? No. I, well, I think the key to parody songs is incor- <laughs> including food in some way. That was Weird Al's that's mm, formula. Yes. I'm fat, eat it. You know, it's probably a million uh, Living in the fridge. Probably like a live in the donut mocha or whatever. Oh, um, no, you can have an office style parody about Lazy Mitch. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. And But his output when it's when you finally get it across your desk is so good that you can't be mad. Now, because you know so the song long. better than us, would you mind taking a stab at that? I think I just did it. Like, would you mind singing it? You're Lazy Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're Lazy Mitch, but this report is so tight I can't stay mad. <laughs> across my desk so late but this is really gonna get us through to the next quarter <laughs> oh bravo that's very good <laughs> how about this one about a sandwich okay you crazy witch um, witch short for sandwich talking yes. the sandwich like pointing Let's at the sandwich witch, right. but you taste so good yeah right lettuce tomato and salami <laughs> and then at the end he could veer from you taste so good to you fuck so good to the sandwich um what it is, is this american pie Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've got one I just came up with. I hope it's not too silly. No, you guys don't want to hear it probably. Let's hear it. Hear so it. you brought up I think Kim Mitchell before? Yes. Did you? Yeah. So his hit from the early 80s go for a soda. Mm-hmm. I'm updating it uh with a character that's been a little bit in the news lately and, and the song will go like this. Uh Might as well watch Baby Yoda. Nobody hurts. Everyone <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Might as well watch Baby Yoda. He is Baby so cute. Yoda. I could watch him for years. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. That's good, Mike. It's, just, it's silly. Is that something not really... you've been working on, or is that up no, the top of your no, head? No, it just came up at the top of my head. Just was, you know, I, I just got inspired. Wow. It's probably, it's probably silly. But... Grab his notebook. Get a look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that... Did you like that, though? Yeah, no, that was great. Baby Yoda's on 
it's on the everyone's mind. And so is Go for a Soda. I mean, well, perfect song to parody right now. I just found out recently that the female Yoda is called a Yaddle. Yaddle? Yeah. Oh. Not Yodette? No, you'd think. Or Yodessa. Yodessa. A Yaddle. <laughs> okay, I got one. Sorry, oh. I got one. What else is a song everyone's parodying right now? Oh, I'm having the fog. Californication by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, yeah, everyone's doing everyone's... it. It's going to be hard to do an original that will top. Well, so many I think of the I might have I've got heard. it. Okay. When you're on Twitter and Instagram, what is everyone's dream? To go viral. Nope. To be verified. Uh, blue check. Dream of verification. <laughs> dream of Twitter verification. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> One thing James' parody has on ours is an absolutely perfect impression. Of Thank this you. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did a tweet and nobody liked it. Now I'm really upset. I got to get more followers, but they don't give a shit. Maybe it would be different if I had verification. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh god! Uh, I, I love that. I just want to let you know Thank that was you. very good, Cheryl. Did you like that one? I absolutely loved it. Thank yeah, you. I Can I? That could get you verified. Oh, I wish. Have we should send it to Jack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can I do another one? Do you mind? Does anyone mind? No. No. All right. I want to make sure everyone you know is above you gotta board. Get consent before you do a parody. <laughs> <laughs> well, more guys should could learn from that. Uh, here's a, a spoof from a Seattle band. Right. We're talking mm-hmm. about Seattle before. Uh, but it's about a recent thing that happened in Toronto. Um, it's a spoof of Spoon Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it goes like that. this. Poo Bucket Man, <laughs> come together with your bucket. Spray me. <laughs> Throw the feces onto me. Poo Bucket Man. That's good. Come on, come on, come on. Oh. Remember that? Spoon Man? Wow. Fill the bucket with your poo. <laughs> All my buckets oh. full of poo. Poo bucket man. Wow. That's good. It's from I'm, Soundgarden. I'm supposed to go do karaoke tonight, and maybe I could request yeah. that song Spoon and man. do the parody version. Oh, you know what? The audience would be carrying you away on their shoulders <laughs> at the end of it because they'd be so happy with that. That's really good. Do you have any grunge uh, parodies? Wow. I mean... Oh boy, grunge parodies. Not off the top of my Pearl head. Pearl Jam? Pearl Jam, uh, Even Flow, Heavy Flow. Mm. Oh, about a. Ladies' Mystery Woman. Yeah. yeah. Um, How would that sound, though? Heavy Flow. When you're a lady and you have a when period, <laughs> sometimes you got Heavy Flow. <laughs> I wish it didn't happen to ladies. <laughs> Just he feels bad that they have to go through that every month. Yeah. You gotta wear a tampon and a pad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's <God>. too bad. <laughs> oh man! How about a whole uh, parody? So they had uh, um, celebrity skin. Mm. What were the other hits they did? Um, um, they had that one. Take everything. Uh, yeah. Doll parts. Oh yeah. How about um, what could be a spoof of doll parts or? Wow. Paul Blart. <laughs> oh. I am Paul Blart. Mall cop. You know you want to arrest me. Yeah, I want to arrest you. 
I'm resting you. I forget how the rest of that song I want to be the cop with the most arrests. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. perfect. Um, how about a spoof? Smashing of- Pumpkins. Oh, boy. I can already see where this is going. Grunge only. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh. What would it be? Today? Mm. Um. How about um, 1979? Could be mm. 2079, you know? Mm, what's going to happen then? Yeah. yeah. Where Billy would the Cor- world be by that time? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, bullet with butterfly wings or to, uh, what's it called? Uh, disarm? Sure. Sure. Is bullet with butterfly wings the world is a vampire? Doom, doom, I think doom, so, doom, yes. Doom, doom, yeah, which doom. one? That's the spider on my ring. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Mm, despite all my tech, I still can't keep up with the trends. <laughs> do, 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 do. I got an e-reader. Do, 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 do. It's already outdated. <laughs> I, bu- I bought a PlayStation. I can't figure out how to turn it on. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you really the, there. Yeah. the world is a gadget. <laughs> do you have a spoof you'd like to do? Before the we... world is a gadget. The world is, is a, a gadget. gadget. I'm a gadget guy. <laughs> I like toys and doodads. Our favorite days, Cyber Monday. <laughs> do you have anything you'd like to spoof? Because we're we're wrapping up the show soon. <laughs> no. No. How about Jeremy by Pearl Jam? Jeremy Epstein Spoken. <laughs> Jeremy oh, was it Jeffrey? Oh <laughs> I thought it was Jeremy Epstein. Damn, that was Jeremy gonna be good. Jeremy Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein had an island. Oh, anyway. <laughs> they call it a little St. James. <laughs> Not easy to get there, no. <laughs> Jeremy Epstein. Uh, <laughs> Epstein. Uh. Cheryl, do you have anything you'd like to spoof? <laughs> oh, God. I think you owe us one more spoof. Okay, you tell me. How about something, a Canadian song? It'll be a nice way to end on. (laughs) um, Bare Naked Ladies, if I had a million dollars. You know what? A Toronto Uh, band, Bare Naked Ladies. I had a present father. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. A lot of broken homes these days. I would have turned out a bit better, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) How about one week? I've done one twerk since you looked at me. (laughs) Shook my butt right in front of your family. Every day I do a twerk. Still be one. <laughs> Sorry for stealing your thunder, Cheryl. No, that's okay. You you can have it. There's a, storm, a lot of pressure. A storm was brewing over there, and I think it would have been wrong yeah. not to let it out. One twerk in front of your family. <laughs> well, it looks like it's almost the time where we should begin winding down the episode. Mm. Thank you so much for coming on, Cheryl. Thanks for uh, having me. That was so fun. Thanks, Cheryl, for moving to our city. Hey. <laughs> You're you're welcome. <laughs> if you don't want your back, we might move to your city. We might move to Halifax or Khartoum. No, I think that's in, in Sudan. Khartoum. Khartoum is in Sudan. What's it called? Here? If you're not careful, we might move. Carpoon? to Khartoum. That's <laughs> a threat. Carpoon. 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 Yes. Have at her. I don't. We'll <laughs> the link to it. Would implode if 
two new people. <laughs> two Toronto men moved to and were murdered in <laughs> Carpoon, Newfoundland within 24 hours. <laughs> we'll link to the Wikipedia entry for your home uh, settlement in the show notes. Thanks. I don't think it has one. Should I white run? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You okay. are the most famous person from your settlement. Maybe. Excellent. I bet. Yeah. I'm really famous, so. Ooh, I know who you are. <laughs> cool. Well, Cheryl, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so nice. Thanks for having me. That was really a, a delight. See you soon, Cheryl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I'm up at Young Street, now I'm down in Seneca, right next to a streetcar, and I'll live here forever, I'm the new John Candy, hanging at the HMB, stop for something to eat, my weight is from Degrassi, I used to cop in Burlington, and out to Mississauga, ain't never been on the cover of Now Magazine, but I oughta, Wonderland, I went on the drop zone, courtside at the Raptors, or chilling at the BMO, parked on the DVP, off-white Lexus, I traded for my buddy for a pair of Leafs tickets, I'm Jewish in England. I will do a Seda Why's a CN Tower now look like a lightsaber? Showing up to Cheryl Hickey She's still on my TV Rocking wheels of Parmesan Down in Little Italy Up late in Chinatown I swear it never shuts down Tell by my attitude That I most definitely turn on